5, 4, 3, 2, 1, Ignition. We have liftoff. Hello world and welcome once again to the Sunday Frogbox. I'm here tonight with fabulous Ali Hewitt. Hello Ali. Hello. Thanks for joining me once again. Uh, for this week's show 28. Can't oh, believe it. Gosh. And this week we are doing first and last. Ooh. Which should be interesting. Yes. Uh, now, you know, obviously the classic song that you think of uh, is, uh, is, that, uh, is that bloke. That I don't like much. <laughs> no, really, um, you've never said so. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> what we're not going to be having, or what we're not going to be having, is uh, is very much of uh, of this. I don't. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, he, I don't like him. He's. I'm sorry. Barry, but I don't want to disturb your oh. thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. Yeah, all right. We'll stop he's saying that. He's of love. Yeah, well, he disturbs my my thoughts. He disturbs <laughs> my mood. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. <laughs> I have made him into a jingle, though. Listen yes. to this. This is an, an infinite loop. We got it together, didn't we? We got it together, didn't we? We got it together, didn't we? I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb I want that as my ringtone. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> if all else fails, I can just play that for an hour. Yeah, so. I like that. Good. Anyway, so we're not playing that, but we are oh. playing a song called First and Last and Always by the Sisters of Mercy. Oh. Remember them? I don't really remember them, but this mm, is uh, no. one of their songs.
Really go down the gothy plug hole. <laughs> Apparently they denied they were goths, but they clearly were. They clearly were. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't into that at the time, but that was all right. That was all right. Um, uh, I've got something <laughs> something really good for you now. Okay. I'm going to play... Um, this is uh, someone you definitely know. Okay. Personally? You may not know... No, no. Uh, okay. You know, the, you know this person's work. Okay. But when he started out, he started out under a different name, uh, which you may not know, and that name was Larry Lurix. I... That's... Do you know who that is? Well, it was that one, John, but no. Well, well, let's play the song. This is actually the B side of his first single because the actual I do know that name. A side is is dreadful, to be perfectly honest. But the B side isn't, and it gives a clue of what's to follow. This is from 1973. See if you know who this is. It's it's Larry Lurex.
Well, that was the debut single by Larry Lyrics. I know. Who uh, became Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Indeed, he did. And interestingly, on that track, um, drums played by Roger Taylor. Ah. Guitar by Brian May. No way. Yep, uh, John Deacon wasn't there, but uh, the embryonic queen was there that before. The, but that was 1973. That was only three years before um, well, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. So it changed quite a lot over those three years. It's always changed a lot, yeah. And, well, that was the first. Uh, so obviously I was to play the last oh, don't. recording of Queen. Oh, Queen, oh. Yeah, oh. and... Uh, <laughs> Why would you do this to me? This is the theme. <sighs> okay. So Freddie's first, and this is Freddie's last from Queen, it's Mother Love. Oh, it's not the one I thought.
got such a feeling as the sun goes down I'm coming home to my sweet Because really gone but not forgotten. Definitely not. Well, let's try and cheer everybody up a bit now. Yay! Well, we have got some contest voices, and they're not maybe the most well known people, but I have to say they do fit in terribly well with the theme. Okay. Which, as we know, is first and last. So I'll play you the two voices. And here's the first of the first, of the first and last voices. <laughs> it's more fun working with Ben and Zander because they are just more relaxed as people. Mm-hmm. And the other one? Ich glaube, nicht gut bin zu recht, aber ich bin erstaunt, dass da nicht so schnell bergauf geht. Oh. Yes, there's a German gentleman. Okay. <laughs> yes, so uh, I'll play them to you again. It's more fun working with Ben and Zander because they are just more relaxed as people. And? Ich glaube, nicht gut bin zu recht, aber ich bin erstaunt, dass da nicht so schnell bergauf geht. Clues? Ben and Zander, that referred to in the first clip, that's uh, Armstrong and Miller. Armstrong and Miller, yeah. And uh, the second German gentleman is dead. Oh, that really narrows it down. Yes, he's a dead German, <laughs> and no, it's not Mr. Hitler. No. So, there you go. Think about that, and it does, it does fit in terribly well with the theme. So, thinking caps on. And if you want to have a guess, then you can do that by texting the studio on 011-385-90690. Start your text with FXR. Or you can email the studio, studio at uk, Or hit us up on the old Facebook page, Sunday Frogbox. Or if you know us personally, me or Ali, then give us a, a message on the Facebook. Probably don't bother with Twitter because, because no one ever does. And I've given up looking, to be honest. So, there you go. Tweet not. But Facebook, this is all you want. Twitter ye not. Twitter ye not. Oh, <laughs> no, please. Oh, please yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there, love. Showing our age. I know. Please join in. You'll regret it if you don't. Well, yeah. when you say Ralph McTell, the first thing that people think is Streets of London. Okay. Isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Let me take you by I the love hand. That song. And I Ralph McTell. Ralph McTell. It's right, like okay. it's this sort of ongoing thing. It's like I think that like, any song he ever did that anyone knows, "Streets of London." Yeah. I mean, certain children of a certain age will remember the theme tune to "Tickle on the Tum," which he yes. also did. I do remember "Tickle on the Tum." <laughs> Look down there's Tickle, Tickle Town. Town. There's, the there's the River Tum. Yes, <laughs> Tickle on the Tum. That was Ralph McTell as well. But he's done many, many other things, and he's a very good uh, uh, folk rocky singer. And uh, when he started in 1968, he had uh, Tony Bisconti, who was David Bowie's producer, yeah. and uh, I think my personal opinion was he was as good as Bob Dylan. But no one knows, because I only ever want to hear Streets of London. So I'm going to play Ralph McTell's first. I'm not going to do a last for Ralph McTell, because he's still going. He's yes. still pumping out there. Still playing Streets of London. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to play a song off his first album, uh, which he wrote for his, well, lady who became his wife. It's Nana's song. Let's see what you think of this. It's from 1968. 
Oh, find the wrong thing. <laughs> If I take you dancing down the streets to watch you laughing and stop still in the spring night rain just to watch you smile again understand I hold your hand a little tight as if by this I'll stop the night from running into morning light too soon Cream and candy bars A Paris moon and Paris stars Can you count the times That we heard the chimes Of Notre Dame Across the Seine To remind us sadly once again Time just like the river Was swiftly passing by Just a few reminders of the little things that bind us Do they make you sad or make you glad To think about the times we had In my dreams you're dancing in the embers of an evening And I hold your hand a little tight just to stop this special night From running into morning light too soon There will be much more music. Couldn't you think of that Ralph Hotel song? It was very nice. Nice, wasn't it? It was nice. Chilled. Very nice. Yeah, it's relaxing. Yes. It's not the sort of thing you. It's not. It's very antithesis of death metal, isn't it? Uh, Yes. Yeah, it's opposite. Absolutely the opposite. Well, I've got a lovely thing now. You know the band Leonard Skinner, do you not? I do. Yes. And uh, did you know they did an album called The First and Last? No, I didn't. Well, I didn't know either, but now I do know it. And from that album, I'm going to play a fabulous song called Preacher's Daughter. Mm. So 1978, and uh, it rocks. Mm. 
about the preacher's daughter Doing what she had an order Getting on down With every stud in town I don't want to disturb your thoughts I don't want to disturb your mood There they go. That's a good little ditty. Rocky, isn't it? Rocky Very. bluesy. I like that sort of thing. That's good. That's great. Uh, apologies for Barry poking his nose in there. Uh, I don't know. He's... Oh, there we go. Shut up, Barry. Together. Shut up now, Barry. Shoot. Shoot. Shut up. We Honestly. Got it Stupid man. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. Shut up. I don't want to disturb your mood. <sighs> Disturbing my mood. Let's play those contest voices again. First one. It's more fun working with Ben and Zander because they are just more relaxed as people. And the other one. Get your sinking caps on. They fit the theme first and last. Well, it's uh, it's time for our regular feature. Acapella corner. Ah. That corner of the airway is reserved for no instruments, but pleasant voices. And uh, it's first and last, so I thought, well, what's the first ever acapella? Oh. And so I went all the way back to the 11th century. Okay. And uh, it's monks. It's Gregorian monks. Gregorian uh, Yes, it is. And uh, just uh, listen to the bass note on this. It's amazing. Salve Regina. Thank you. I don't know. I'm, I don't know who. He, I don't know which Gregorian monks. I apologise. I couldn't find out who it was, but uh, it's just a good version. So here we go. it short because it's 11 minutes long oh good lord <laughs> so uh, that's all we need to hear of that really yes um, but uh, amazing bass notes there something I know. Like that. oh actually that makes me uh, that makes me think I can try something here I've got uh, yeah what happens if I do I don't want to disturb your thoughts I don't want to disturb your mood <laughs> <laughs> Barry White does he should have been a Gregorian monk shouldn't he he should have do you know what I can I can mess I can mess with him I can mess with old Barry with my box of tricks here. Uh, let's try something. 
I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. That's Barry the Chipmunk. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. And what does it do for you if I go the other way? I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. Oh, it sounds like so. <laughs> Jigsaw. <laughs> I didn't like that. He doesn't want to disturb. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. <laughs> uh, poor old Barry. Dear <laughs> okay, well, uh, back to the plot. Back to the plot, and uh, another possible source of sadness. Another oh. first and last. Another gentleman to die before his time was Mr. David Bowie. Yeah. Who started out life as simply Davy Jones, uh, but changed his name because. Did he have a locker? Arr. Arr. Well, what he did have was another guy called Davy Jones in the Monkeys, so he thought he'd change his name to something, uh. something cooler. But before he became Davy Bowie, he, he released a load of like five or six singles, which were complete. Uh, well, yeah, they didn't do anything. And the very first of them, I tried to trace the very first one, and I think it's this one, when he was in uh, Davy Jones and the King Bees. And it's, he didn't write it. It's uh, it's just a sort of standard um, a song of the time from 1964. It's called Eliza Jane. So we'll play you David Davy Jones and the King Bees in their very very first single. See what you think of this. <laughs> That was the 17-year-old David Bowie pretending to be Mick Jagger. I know, I just no way would I ever 
He was a big fan of the Stones, and he, uh, I think, he was modelling himself cool. on Mr. Mr. Jagger. Yeah, I like that. That was cool. With whom he became great friends not Indeed. long after that. Very great friends, though, I, some say. I bet. <laughs> yes. Well, okay, so now we must sadly go to the other end of his career. And uh, the album that was released two That's days nice. before he died. Uh, Black I'm Star, yeah. I'm not going to play Lazarus. I'm going to play the last song on that album, which, uh, it, like everything on that album, is very poignant. Uh, so it's David Bowie, I Can't Give Everything Away.
Her genius is gone. I know. Mm. Very, Very good sad. album. And right on the top of his game, right up to Absolutely. the end. Absolutely. There won't ever be another man like that, Definitely I don't not. think. No. Not as long as we live, as no. far as I know. Well, then, what do I know? Well, now we turn to vinyl. Right. And I asked you what your first and last vinyl single purchases were. Yep. And we've asked a few other people, yep. haven't we? So we've got some... Uh, uh, Richard uh, Richard Daly has, uh, has messaged what his was. And as you surmised, there was uh, a fair amount of madness in it. His very first 7-inch uh, single was Flash by Queen. Ooh. It's showing how old you are. And his last 7-inch single was NW5 by Madness. Brilliant song. LPs, his first one was Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. Steve Foley. And his last one was Madness again. Can't touch us now. And uh, we did concerts as well, didn't we? His first we concert was the Wolf Tones, who I'm going to guess are some kind of ska band. Maybe. And his last concert was Madness at Minehead Butlins, which he was at yesterday. Yesterday, yes. Not jealous no. at all. So, um,. So what have you got? You've got some some people. What was Mark's uh, first ever? Mark's first ever concert was um, the Thompson Twins. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, they were really cool. I really liked them. And the last concert was sadly... I thought it was cool, but it was Ollie Mears with myself. That was my Christmas present. He was amazing. Robbie Williams needs to watch his watch his back. He's coming for him. What about uh, what about vinyl? What about seven inch singles? Me? Yeah, go on. My first um, seven inch single was "Tainted Love." Mm. Soft Cell. Mm. I can't remember. Um, My la my first. I told you about this. This was bad. My first album was "Kings of the Wild Frontier." Adam and the Ants, which is a superb, and. I left it on the turntable in the sun and it warped. Mm. I was not happy. And my last vinyl would have been Delight. Yeah. Groove is in the heart. Well, we've got some of these uh, some of these gems to play. Thanks to love, of course, we have played on this show before, but the original version by Gl- ah. Gloria Jones, ah. when I was doing my... You know this song, but it wasn't the original ah, yes. <laughs> episode. Yes, yes, but yes. We're yes. going to play the, uh, the soft cell version just for you from 1981. Thanks. Uh, which gives you a clue as to how, how old you are. Uh, <laughs> Mark Almond and Soft Cell with Tainted Love.
Right back to the youth. Very different take on it from Gloria Jones. Mm. It was definitely one thing with Gloria Jones. Fantastic song. Yeah. Then Mark Arman comes along and somehow makes it better. Makes it. I don't know. It just makes you feel a little bit dirty. I just think. I think that was just ahead. Of, I, I remember hearing it. I was yeah. like, "What it is this?" It was, it was and years I, ahead of I his guess time. Probably like me. You probably thought that, it, that, that he was was the first version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Years later, I found out about the yeah. original, but. There you go, the world of music. <laughs> mum says, my mum, Joyce, uh, the first record she bought was Rachmaninoff's second piano concerto on eight different 78 records. Wow. She says when she listens to the concerto, she can still remember where she had to turn over the records. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Those are the days, eh? <laughs> well, um, what was I going to do? I was going to do something, and I've forgotten it now because I was amazed at that. Were you going to give a clue? Oh, yes, that's right. Thank you, yes, yes. Voices, apparently they are stumping you, so we need more clues. It's more fun working with Ben and Zander because they are just more relaxed as people. Well, this is a, a comic actor whose face you'll definitely know. He's been in all sorts of things, including a long-running series of mobile phone adverts. Right. I won't tell you what company just yet. Right. And that's him, he's the first one. Bearing in mind the theme, first and last. And the other gentleman... From a good ...is a German who died uh, in 2015, having had a long career in music. Okay. So we're looking for that comedy actor, whose face you probably know, but whose name you might not immediately know, and a very, very popular... Middle of the road music maestro from Germany. There, that's all I'm saying. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. Well, let's move on to your other choice. Your last seven-inch or actually twelve-inch single. Yeah. And I think we've got a twelve-inch version because it's uh, it's five minutes long. Mm-hmm. And this is fabulous. It uh, is. Uh, and when you hear it, you think, what, "What the heck is this?" But it's it's just brilliant. I love it. Oh yes. Delight groove is in the heart.
disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. Yeah, you oh, were getting into that. I should have put the mic up because you were <laughs> grooving like a good one. I was. Uh, I had grooving. Delight with three E's. We must now turn to my first single, what I bought in 1974. Bearing in mind I was only 10 in 1974. Okay. My first single was The Wombling Song. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. They were cool. By man. The Wombles. Obviously. And here they are. And my second single, of course, was Remember You're a Womble. Now, my last single, and I thought it was going to be uh, Star Trekking by the Firm, but oh, no, God. it's not. I found one oh, after God. that. I know you like this as well. I'm going to play it right now as we go up to the uh, the hour. So uh, you'll, you'll remember this from 1988. 
On 107.5 FM and online at felixstowradio.org.uk. In association with the Orwell Hotel, this is Felix Stowe Radio. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felix Stowe Radio. 107.5 FM. There's much, much more. Oh, yeah. Well, we've had a, uh, a correct answer, have we not? We have. For the voices. But Indeed. only one. So come on, usual suspects. Get your, get your answers in. It's more fun working with Ben and Zander because they are just more relaxed as people. Comic, actor, and... Probably good with Zurecht, but I'm astonished that it's not too bergauf geht. That guy. That dude. Musical dude, dead dude from Germany. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. You just yeah. quoted Bill no, and Ted. No, it wasn't Ted. Bill and Ted. It wasn't no, Bill and Ted. No, no, no. Very unlike Bill and Ted. And probably never knew each other, but they do fit the theme perfectly, Indeed. in my opinion. Which, of course, is the only opinion that really counts on here, because it's my show. Indeed. A moment of glory, though. A moment of megalomania. Well, of course, uh, there's some Pink Floyd coming up. Of course there is. Got to be. Because me, you know. And uh, the first, you may know their first single... But you might not. It's called Arnold Lane. Probably not. And it's about a gentleman with a strange hobby. Oh. He goes out at the night time. Just all crazy. No, not. And he goes out at night time. Right. And he steals ladies' clothes from washing lines. Ooh. I don't know why they're out at night time, but anyway, he does that. And then he looks at himself in the mirror. Ah. Which is very risque when it came out in 1967 It was mm. banned several times ah. by the BBC But anyway, I don't know whether you'll recognise it when you hear it But this is it Arnold Lane Had a strange hobby Collecting clothes Moonshine Okay. 
think around that time there were a lot of songs like about people's names and stories yeah, about them. Yeah, I, I would never have said that was Pink Floyd. Very of the time. Yeah. And I think it's the first thing they produced that their, that their managers thought, well, that might be a single. Everything uh-huh. else is just like too trippy and uh-huh. hundreds of minutes long and <laughs> what have you. Uh, so, yeah, that was their first single. Um, they used to be the Pink Floyd Sound. Uh-huh. Named uh, after two Georgia blues men, uh, Pink uh, Pink Anderson and Floyd Council. Ah, I didn't know that. So when I had my first band that made a, a tape, we called ourselves the Anderson Council. Ah. For that reason. And there you go. There you go. Pink Floyd. And of course, Pink Floyd uh, are now no more. Now that Richard Wright is dead. Yeah. There's only David Gilmore and Nick Mason left after they uh, parted company with Roger Waters. Yeah. So they're definitely no more Pink Floyd. Some would say Pink Floyd died when Roger Waters left. I am one of those people. Yeah. But I must admit, they did carry on and do other stuff, although I didn't like it very much. No. But I will be playing their very last uh, last thing off their last album. Well, I'll play some of it. It's six minutes long. I might not play it all. Depends how enjoyable it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Pink Floyd, and with Richard Wright, I think, sharing the singing uh, with, uh, with old Dave Gilmore, which I didn't let him do very much uh, he did sing a bit on uh, Dark Side of the Moon but not, they didn't let him do much Roger Waters kind of fired him uh, oh. during the wall which is a bit of a shame but after Waters cleared off Richard Wright came back and, anyway this is the last thing they did and it's called Louder Than Words
flying saucer just went overhead That's there. That's very good. It's much more hmm? Floyd-like. We haven't finished this. Twinkling away in the background. I can hear. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. Done it again, Barry. Right. Disturb my mood. We got it together, didn't we? We got it together, didn't we? That man, honestly. Oh, they're still going. There they go. Right, they've gone. Well, it's time for They Might Be Giants. Gotta uh, be done. Hundreds and hundreds of songs for They Might Be Giants. And I thought, well, I go with one for the theme, and I thought, well, I'll just actually go for the last thing they've done, which I hadn't heard yet, from their latest album from 2016. New album coming out next year. But it's from their album Phone Power from 2016. I chose this song, which is called I Love You for Psychological Reasons. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I listened to it and I think, well, actually, it sounds very much like their, their early stuff, which is what I got into in the first place. So I rather like it, but this is the first time I'd heard it. So it's the first time I heard it, and it's the latest thing they've done, so it kind of fits the theme. They might be giants. <laughs> Attitude movements mistakenly seen as improvements Nearing perfection but wisely electing to shine my reflection Preferring instead inspection
Bristow Radio, 107.5 FM. Yes, well, they've come a long way since they started with a, an accordion and a guitar and yeah. a drum machine. Full band now, very good band. Yeah. And uh, I've never seen them. Would like to see them. They're very rare. Well, I mean, they're, they're over here you know, every now and then, but I always seem to miss it. I always kind of find out that they, they were here last week or whatever. Ah. But, uh, anyway, they don't never, never come to Ipswich. But anyway, I'd like to see them one day. They might be giants. Great stuff. Triumph for the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the programme Desert Island Discs yes. on Radio 4. Indeed it's been going a very long time. Yep. It's been going since 1942, in really fact. And uh, I am going to play you the first song that was ever played on there. Ah. The first guest, a gentleman called Vic Oliver. Right. Who my mum knew because she was invited on his radio show. Oh. When she sung some opera, wow. which I have played on this show, um, and he was a well, originally he was a sort of a, he was a violinist, uh, and uh, he became a comedian, uh, really because like you do. Well, he was he had to apologise to the audience for something, and he discovered that he, he was good funny. at being funny, and ah. he became this very well-known comic, comic musician, band leader, radio show host, and whatever. So he was a, a you know quite a major celebrity at the time and he was the first guy on Desert Island Discs and the first thing he picked was this it was a, a Chopin Etude Opus 10 number 12 called Revolutionary and the soloist uh, is Alfred Cortot oh. I'm assuming he's French uh, so let's, let's listen to that
I mean, outstanding. That was insane. Outstanding playing, but Chopin, what a show off. (laughs) (laughs) I bet he was insufferable, Chopin. Oh, yes, I'll just play a little tune I just knocked up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he's got enough hands or enough keys. All the way through, it was like... Thanks, Chopin. I was hoping for, like, you know, News Up Mother Brown or something. (laughs) That's very clever. And that was the first song of 1942 on Desert Island Discs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mum says, Big Olive was a lovely man. Spoke well of her, and he did. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Yeah, it was nice. (laughs) So what the Pops... Yeah, you remember Top of the Pops? I it was do. the pop show on TV for many years, but it's sadly deceased. And so I thought, well, what's the first song on there? What was the last song on there? And the first song on the, the first Top of the Pops was the Rolling Stones, way back oh, in 1964. Good lord! Just before I was born, in fact. And it was I Want to Be Your Man, which was written by Lennon and McCartney. Oh, funny enough, and released by the Beatles three weeks later. Oh. But uh, I don't know how that happened. But anyway, it did happen, and this is what it sounded like. Rolling Stones kicking off Top of the Pops with that Lennon yeah. McCartney song. It's very, very Lennon McCartney. Very beatly. Yes. Beatlish. Only with uh, with bigger lips and <laughs> more... Postural. More counting and yeah, more stomping counting around. And stomping. Counting and stomping. <laughs> Pouting and stomping. That'd be a good name for it. Or possibly a duo. Would. Pouting and stomping. <laughs> like peaches oh, and pouting. <laughs> I'm Ron Pouting. I'm Larry Stomping. <laughs> Uh, dear. No, it's oh. like that uh, Mitchell and Webb thing, was it? Like oh, yeah. pin and cushion. <laughs> pin and cushion. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh. And it's like fish and chips, and they broke up. There's two double acts, and they broke up and got together with each other. So it's like um, fish and cushion. Fish and cushion. <laughs> and the other guys were chip and pin. Pin and pin. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> like chip for, and pin for the ad, the ad campaign for chip and pin, and they chose fish and cushion to do it. Fish and cushion, oh dear! 
Chip pins, good. Efficient cushion. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, so, I mean, Top of the Pops went, went on until 2006. Right. The last Top of the Pops was just all pre-recorded, but the one second last one had the last live, live performance of Top of the Can you guess who it was? 2006. 2006. <sighs> it's definitely a song that you know and love. Okay. And we've done it in the band. Right. Recently? Not recently. Okay, something like Pink? No. Katy Perry? No, more, I think more of a band. A band. Yes. Okay. Oh, um, it's very cold. As in foreigner? No, 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 no. The Not band, the band, the band is very cold because oh. because they're out in the in the. Oh, Snow Patrol! Yes, chasing cars. Correcto. Yay! And here it comes. We'll do. Oh, 
Song. I like that. Well done. There's no patrols. Jolly good. Well, I think that we've had all the correct entries we're going to have in the contest. Okay. In other words, one. One. So that by default the winner. Um, so we can now reveal, ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested. It's more fun working with Ben and Zander because they are just more relaxed as people. That that was comedian Steve first. Mm. And that was James last. <laughs> See, theme. And we had one successful entrant. Who was that? It was my beloved Mark Wiggins. Wiggo himself. Ooh. So we must now sing him the winner's song. Yay. Uh, I'll do that so the words are on there. Thanks. So let's do that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from a basement in Felixstowe. You won the contest. You beat all the rest. You won it, dear me. We go. Because <laughs> you are the best. Key change. You won the contest, won the contest, won the contest. You beat all the rest. There were no other entries. You won it, dear Because you are the best. Ah, uh, yes. Good on, we go. The best at answering that quiz. Yes, he was. Best and only winner of that. <laughs> Well, it's time for that part of the show in which I doze myself by playing something that I wrote oh. myself. And there are two. There's the first and last. So I thought I'd play something from my first ever show. Right. The Pied Piper. Yes, I remember it well. Which I wrote with me mum and uh, ma. another fella. Ma Kimba. Yes, and I'm going to play from that. Um, the Farewell Duet. Ah. When the hero and his girlfriend think they have to part forever. And uh, this is, I've got to, actually, it was not a very good version because it was recorded live from a show. Yeah. Uh, sung by Grant Boroff yes. and Pippa Revel. Oh, yes. I know Pippa very well. Yes, yeah, so this is that from 2004. Cool. <laughs> Oh. 
dry seat in the house oh that was lovely <laughs> oh, that was a show that was definitely a show <laughs> I can't describe it any other way well let's just put a quick one in um, before the ads I'll put my latest thing that I actually well actually sold a piece of music um, made some music for Wild Brain and this was something they wanted something like uh, action hero kind of thing yeah so I wrote something Based a little bit on the work of John Williams. Right. And it's called Louisiana Smith. <laughs> and it goes like this.
Yes, I didn't actually steal anything from John Williams. It's no. just John Williams-ish. <laughs> yes. Ish. Yeah, well, I was quite pleased with that. It's yeah, a bit orchestral. Good. Orchestral. Well, it's time to move, I think, into the first and last concerts. Yeah. We only had a few uh, suggestions for that. And uh, what was your first uh, big concert? Oh, my brother took me to see Kajagooga at the, oh. the Gaumont, which is now the region. Um, it was without Lamal. Oh, um, when Nick Beggs took over on mm. vocals, mm. who actually he really is a brilliant frontman and yeah. a really, really, really underrated mm. bass player. Great bass player, great guy, yeah. cool guy, really cool guy. It's in the same room as him once. Oh wow! There you go. Uh, so we will play um, from from Kajagoogoo 1983. White Feathers album. Yes. Too shy, of course, Ooh, with some fabulous bass. Yes. Shine, shine, hush, hush, I do, I do. 
very fabulous. Oh, <laughs> that really takes me back. Yeah. I love great. that band. Nice. Well, let's move right on to your latest gig that yep. you've already told us was Ollie Murs. It was Ollie Murs, yeah. I quite like Ollie Murs. He was fantastic. And like. he's a decent chap as well. He really is. And he knows how to work a crowd. Yeah, he does. And this is a, a we're going to play from a song that he released in 2012 with Mr. Flo Rider. Yes. Troublemaker. Yeah. Sing along if you know the oh, words. Yeah. You're a troublemaker. You're a troublemaker. Mm. The troublemaker girl. You had me hooked again from the minute you sat down. The way you bite your lip got my head spinning around. After a drink or two, I was putty in your hands. I don't know if I have the strength to stand. Oh, trouble, trouble, make it get a charm name. Oh, I know you're no good, but you're stuck in my brain. And I wanna know. decent well done ollie Aww. well now we must go back to my first gig right at the marquee club in london the, the blues band the blues with band. paul jones he used to be in manfred man yeah he took some of the guys from manfred man and uh, created this blues band it was a really good blues band it wasn't paul, a blues band it, it was, was the exactly blues band. the a blues <laughs> band paul jones lead vocals and harmonica 
and uh, I think they were fabulous. And I'm going to play something from uh, from that time by them, written by themselves, called Green Stuff. I love this. This is blues at its best. got much money and I ain't got much time but I sure got some trouble with this life of mine behind with my payments got the heat on my tail police don't believe me put me in jail could have used a little green stuff could have used a little help could have used a little green stuff could have used a little wealth could have used a little green stuff Just to help myself Could've used a little green stuff Just to mind my health Well, whiskey and women Sure done me some harm A little juice and I'm wasted Fall easy to charm A ring on her finger My name on the line She knows I'm just stupid And I wonder why Could've used a little green Could've used a little help Could've used a little green stuff Could've used a little wealth Could've used a little green stuff Just to help myself Could've used a little green stuff Just to mind my health enjoyed that 
Well, let's crack on. We've got time for one more. So uh, we'll play this. This is from my last big gig, Yellow, of course. Nice. I'm actually going to play a live version of uh, Roll Over Beethoven, oh. which is absolutely fabulous live. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for being with us, Ali. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. Okay. Well, I'm going to play all of this. We're going to run out before, before the hour, but uh, this is fabulous. Just imagine being here. This is a live recording, so go, Jeff. Go, Jeff. <laughs> 